Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and you are tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I want to thank you so much for being connected to this podcast. We hope to inspire, to expose you, some of the greatest minds and thinkers on the planet, to certainly give you a broader understanding of what it means to be the leader that we know exists within you. I am so grateful for all of you that are supporting this podcast. And of course, I encourage you to share it. If it's being a blessing to you, please share with as many people as you can. It would mean a lot to us if you would do that. Thank you in advance for doing it. And I appreciate you so very much. Share it with 10 people and let them know if it's inspiring you. It's free. Subscribe to it. And we appreciate you so much. Well, last week I talked about discipline. And I'm really in this season of really helping leaders really with these life skills. When I wrote the book, The No Opportunity Ways to the Art of Execution, it really was about helping people move from theory to praxis in terms of the vision that they had. And I believe it's incredibly important uh, as you move a vision forward, as you become a leader and you think about, you know, what is happening in your life and what you're attempting to achieve, it is important to have life skills. I mean, real life skills beyond just vocational skills. These are things about character. These are things about you know, our values, things that really give us a level of sustainability. And I want today to really talk about boundaries. You know how many people ask me about boundaries? I get asked so much. And I think it's something that a lot of folks struggle with because many of us uh, loosen our boundaries or we find ourselves not having any at all. And as a result, we end up jeopardizing the incredible thing that uh, is happening in our lives. Boundaries are a tough conversation for some people because what it means is that you're going to have to draw a line in the sand in some instances, and you're going to have to be very, very firm in terms of maintaining boundaries if you're going to be successful. You think about property. Every property has boundaries. There are property lines for a reason, right? Because there was a certain investment value tied to that property line. You think about your life, your purpose, your goal, your family, and all the things, you have to begin to establish what's my boundary line. What are the things that I'm putting in place to maintain the level of value that exists in what I have been entrusted to carry? I think when you really think about it for a moment, there really can be no boundary until there's a life plan. In essence, once I understand my purpose, I understand that I'm after this great thing and destiny in life and I'm pursuing of that, then what that does is that becomes the end game. One of the amazing scriptures, I love it, it's when the writer says that we have this great cloud of witnesses. This is uh, Hebrews 12, and uh, who are rooting for us in the grandstand of eternity, right? And it says, looking unto Jesus, once we lay aside the weight that so easily besets us, this is interesting. It says, we look to Jesus who is the author and the finish of our faith. This idea that there are all these distractions, all these different things that get in the way. He says, now once you deal with that, once you create the right boundaries, you can now look toward him. That's significant because what that says is that when I look at the big idea 
the purpose, the plan that God has for my life. And I begin to think about the degree that I'm pursuing. I begin to think about, you know, the goal of my profession, or I begin to think about what I'm trying to accomplish in my business. I have to say that is the non-negotiable. And so everything must then submit to that big idea. The life plan establishes why I wake up every day and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so it is that thing that often is under attack and why our boundaries are so encroached upon uh, because it's after that. So as a consequence, once I think about a life plan, what that means now is that I must, in the process of having a life plan, it means I establish the boundary, I establish the value tied to the purpose, tied to the destiny that's on my life. So consequently, what I'm saying is I place a high premium on what I'm doing. If you're trying to finish law school, if you're trying to get an undergrad degree, a medical school or dental school, or if you're trying to start a business or you're trying to be an educator, whatever you're doing, you're saying, this is so valuable that I refuse to allow anything to prevent it from coming to fruition, which means that I must be very serious now about identifying threats. Now, threats really come in a, in a dualistic form because often we default, we think about threats. We often think, well, you know, who, who and what? That's, we often go to the external. And I'll get to the external threats, but before I talk about external threats, I want to talk about the internal threats. What is it that is in us? that can potentially be a threat to our own fulfillment of destiny. I, I said so often, the enemy is often in me, <laughs> right? When I wrote that book, Restored at the Root, it really was about helping people understand that there's a series of issues, underlying issues that have not been dealt with, properly assessed to reconcile as a result these, this is why we end up not manifesting the things that we should simply because uh, we have not dealt with those things at the root. And if our roots are not healthy, then our fruit is clearly unhealthy. Therefore, when we are not addressing the things, our insecurities, we're not addressing you know, our need for attention, we're not addressing our need of validation, we're not addressing the, the pain in our past, we don't realize that those things become threats that allow uh, places of open spaces for the enemy to come in and to attack us. Uh, these are areas where we are vulnerable, right? And so we have to now identify what are the threats. For instance, when you are uh, attempting to set a boundary, for instance, and let's say relationally, you're in a relationship and you want to establish a boundary that I'm not going to have these, you know, inappropriate conversations. And then you keep finding yourself drawn toward those inappropriate conversations with people. It's simply because it's tied to something deeper, your need for affirmation, your need for validation, to feel important, to feel wanted, or to feel needed. And until you reconcile that as a threat, then you're going to constantly engage in behavior that can literally sabotage the plan of God over your life. So you have to begin to say, what are the threats that I bring to the table when I show up? What are the things that are a threat? And I've never dealt with these things, but what are the things that, that I need to deal with and address and, 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 and accomplish um, through the process of overcoming them, if you will? so that I can move forward 
into what I know I'm called to do. As a consequence, there are external threats, and we know that these are the people and places that we find ourselves navigating and being drawn to. And we have to be clear that if a person is a threat, you can declare, you know, this is an unhealthy situation. This is not promoting, pushing me. It is causing pain. It's paralyzing me. And I believe that iron sharpens iron. I believe you have a right to determine the kind of relationship that you need in your life to help propel you into destiny. And I think that you have to be clear that any relationship, any place that is uh, going to expose your vulnerabilities, exploit your weaknesses, that's going to never promote or push you towards the fulfillment of purpose and destiny in your life, it is toxic and it has to go. It's interesting, Psalm 1, right? talks about, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the city of the scornful, right? These relationship things, I talk about that a lot, right? Because it's important. Boundaries are huge. And I have to be clear that everybody cannot be in my crowd. Everybody can't be around me in this particular season. It is, it is so important to wrap my mind around that. It's clear that I've got to be focused in this area because threats are very, very real. And so I must look internally, first of all, what are the things that I have to identify that are true problems for me, things that I have not dealt with, how do I get the proper help, and then how do I identify the people and places that I know uh, can hinder the development and fulfillment of the purposes by which God has established for my life. Now, which, which really moves us to this conversation about tough decisions. See, boundaries about making tough decisions, and that's, that's hard. One of the things that you'll discover uh, is that no is an answer. When you have a big heart and you're trying to do a lot, you're trying to help the world and do so much, it's hard sometimes saying no. But what you have to realize is that you cannot allow other people to level their expectations upon you where it then causes you to crash, cause what you're trying to accomplish never come to fruition. You're taking on so much trying to boil the ocean, but you eat one apple and you have to eat it one bite at a time. And it's okay to say no, because if you continue to say yes and you continue to say yes, you're going to find yourself burning out and you're going to be doing a whole lot of things, but never mastering any of them, right? Because you have to make the tough decision that I cannot please everybody. I have to be very clear about that. And I know many of you listening right now, perhaps this is a very emotional and touchy subject for you, but you have to be clear. You cannot please everybody, nor can you allow yourself to live in a space of guilt because people are feeling some kind of way because you chose not to engage in that particular thing that they were excited about. There's a lot of things that people are excited about, but if it doesn't fit where I am in my life, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't mean that I don't appreciate what the person is doing. I don't, it doesn't mean I don't love them and support them. I mean, I can support a lot of people. I support people financially. I'll, 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 I'll post about it. I'll do, but to involve me at a level of engagement that they may be requesting may be unrealistic based upon what I'm trying to accomplish and the deliverables I'm trying to meet. I see people all the time, man, they never, never do anything for themselves and never reach their own goals because they're making everybody else's goals come to pass. Don't forfeit or sacrifice your dreams on the altar trying to please other people. We got to declare that no is absolutely an answer. No is an answer. And I think it's also important to think about the tough decisions really come like this. When you think about boundaries, I want you to process something for a moment. Think about this for a second. When you, when you think about decisions, 
Look at, look at it like this. Say priorities, okay? I want you to pause. Just say priorities. What are my priorities? Because, see, my decisions really are a result of how I prioritize my life. Going back to my life plan, here's what boundaries are important. If that thing doesn't line up with my priorities, if that thing has nothing to do with what I'm trying to accomplish, why am I doing it? Look at your, look at your schedule and ask yourself how much stuff on your schedule has nothing to do with the fulfillment of your life plan. Why is it on your schedule? Why is it occupying that kind of time? You've allowed things to come in that have nothing to do with the fulfillment of your purpose and destiny in life. And, and that's why the business is static. That's why your dream and vision is static. That's why nothing's moving because you are taking on too much. You are, again, remember that word in Hebrew, you are so easily beset by the weights that's, that's weighing you down. And so when I establish my priorities, hey, this is my priority, A, B, C, D, whatever those priorities are for you, priorities will determine patterns. Because now there's a level of behavior, right? Watch how I operate. My mode of operation now becomes contagious. People in my organization begin to realize this is my pattern. So if I have a pattern of not taking meetings at times in which I said I wouldn't, then they know never to bring those requests to me. But if I'm constantly loosening the boundary and saying, oh, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, before long, the time that I set aside just for me is swallowed up in people putting their stuff on my agenda. This is so important. It is incredibly important that we understand that priorities determine patterns and how people engage us, how people interact with us has a lot to do with our boundaries. I established that in our, in our church. I talked about, you know, getting my Saturdays back and I talked about Saturday mornings and how tough it was for me, right? This was boundaries. I shared it passionately as a pastor before the pandemic. And I was doing five services on the weekend, four on Sundays and one on Saturday. And I was like, I have two kids, you know, and uh, my kids are young. And as a result of that, they have activities on Saturday, just like everybody else's kids. And people were asking me to do a lot of meetings on Saturday. And can I do this and do that? And I'm like, wait a minute now. I've got to preach on Saturday at five. And I have to go and study, literally, at three o'clock. I go, it's like routine to go and get myself consecrated for the service and my children know on Saturday, daddy's got to go at three o'clock because he's got to go preach at five. So they know during that time frame, that is not available. And I'm not home until like seven o'clock at night. But the morning time, they look forward to getting up, having breakfast with their dad. They look forward to going outside to play. And, and when I constantly allow people to take that away, this meeting, and these folks want to meet with you and they want you to do this and do that. And guess what? My kids, they can't interpret that. All they know is daddy's never going to be here. And I'll never get those years back. How many people do you know allow work to encroach upon their boundaries? And the children grew up not knowing them or they end up losing their marriage and relationships all because they let too much come in. You see, boundaries really are about determining patterns. And what pattern, what culture are you going to establish around you that people understand? Yo, yay is yo, yay, and yo, no is your no. I think it's also important to think about you know, your productivity. Because see, priorities determine patterns and patterns determine productivity. I'm able to produce at a high level because I am organized, because I've allowed myself to create the time to be creative. I've allowed myself time to hear from God. I've allowed myself time to be free to do the things that produce. 
But if I keep allowing my schedule to be filled with all these different things, I never can actually produce at a high level. People ask me all the time, how am I able to keep these podcasts coming, keep the Bible studies coming, the Sunday services coming, the prayer calls coming? It's because I operate on a schedule, have a life plan. And everything's on an agenda and everything's tied to that. And so consequently, there's a sense of boundaries and I have to put boundaries around myself. You know, one of the things I learned, and I'll say this, I think it's important, is never to allow other people's emergencies to become yours. You'll find out people text you or say, hey, can you call me ASAP? It's an emergency. And when you call them, you're like, wow, it really wasn't an emergency, but it occupied time, 20 minutes of time you were using to be productive when you're writing or you're trying to focus. So I've just learned, man. I've learned to just not allow other people's emergencies to become my own. I've just learned to take my time and approach it through wisdom and to make certain that I am guarding and protecting that which is precious. You see, as I close, I want to tell you that boundaries are so important. Many of the mistakes I've made in my life have been all because I've not taken care of my boundaries. Like many of you. We've not guarded ourselves. We've not thought through how the enemy is so subtle and so strategic in his attack upon our lives. The big idea, the big plan, the life plan, the thing that you're after is so valuable, so important that you alone are going to have to make a conscientious decision today to establish boundaries, to say, I cannot go there. I can't do that. No matter how much I may want to do it, no matter how awesome it may be, if it does not fit into my life plan or if it occupies too much space that prevents me to become productive, I cannot do it. I have to be faithful to my priorities. I have to establish patterns so people know what to ask me and what not to ask me. And I must be productive. Here it is, my father glorified. Jesus says in John 15, that you bear much fruit. The end game is that you shall know them by the fruit that they bear. The fruit is tied to the root. The roots have to be healthy enough that you don't allow yourself to be encroached upon by your own issues or by the issues of others. Thank you for listening today. Hope this has empowered you and helped you. We all have a lot of work to do in this area, and I encourage you to get my book, Restored at the Root. It'll help you work on those internal issues. Get it. JosephWalker3.org. I promise you, it'll help you. Or whatever books are sold. This book will change your life. I appreciate you. Let's do this hard work together and let's establish boundaries so we can continue to produce what we know we are called to do. Thank you for listening today. Follow me on uh, social media at josephwalker3 on Instagram. I would love to connect with you and share this. I want you to share with at least 10 people. That's the new thing I'm doing at the end of each one of these podcasts, asking each of you to share it on your social media platforms with 10 people. Send the link and tell them it's free. You got to listen to it because I want to continue to inspire and to empower people because I believe there's a leader in you and I believe you ain't seen nothing yet. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcast or download it. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting with you.